And we welcome you to this special edition of the Black and Go Banneret Podcast, UCF Rewind. I'm Eric Lopez alongside Brian Murphy. And well, this one's unique, Murph, on this one. We're doing this episode on WrestleMania weekend. Yes, WrestleMania taking place in Orlando. Not what we were hoping for, Murph, due to the unique circumstances we're dealing with. It is a WrestleMania that is not open to the fans. It's being done in multiple places, including the Performance Center in Orlando. And it's already been taped, so it's already happened. But we're all going to find out this weekend because it's a two-night event. Uh, because it's too big to be one night, apparently, Murph. Uh, but why am I talking so, wrestling? Why am I talking wrestling on the UCF podcast here, Murph? Because we need content, Eric. <laughs> and it just so happens, <laughs> it just so happens that uh, a couple of years ago, me, you, and one Greg Lovelady, head coach of UCF baseball, sat down in his office for a solid forty minutes. Uh, to, to talk about the, the WrestleMania that was in 2017. You remember, for those who don't remember, WrestleMania in 2017 was held at Camping World Stadium. I was there. Eric was there. As was Greg Lovelady, who is a huge wrestling fan. Uh, you know, Going to WrestleMania was a dream come true for him. So we wanted to talk to him about not only his experience at that mania, but really his life. As a wrestling fan growing up, who did he like? Uh, you know, and then and then you know, what does he think about the current product? And I'll tell you what, and Eric, you can attest to this: he is a true fan. He has been a fan for decades. Uh, he'll he'll tell. He yep. te- I think he tells the story in the interview that we're about to put up uh, that on every Sunday for a UCF baseball home game, Greg Lovelady comes to John Uyana Park with a wrestling T-shirt on. Uh, that's his. That's his routine every Sunday home game. Uh, he is still a fan, and so since it's WrestleMania weekend, we thought, what better time than now yep. to to dust off a little bit of a two year old piece? That's right. So Brian Murphy wrote for the on the Black and Gold banner. It came on April eighth, twenty eighteen. Greg Lovelady's Road to WrestleMania it was his first WrestleMania ever attended, and that was, by the way, kind of backstory. That mania took place in 2017, which was during Greg Lovelady's Murph first season as the UCF head coach, which would turn out to be a phenomenal year. There was not a high expectations going into the season, but UCF would go on to win the American Conference. That was your first year covering Greg Lovelady and UCF. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that was Amen. tremendous. And it just so happened that they were at home. Uh, that weekend. So we'll talk. You're going to hear that interview from Greg Lovelady uh, talking about that process of how he ended up going to WrestleMania, his first WrestleMania, and how unique that was. Part of a magical year in 2017 uh, for Greg Lovelady. Uh, that will be played here momentarily. Of course, you can follow us on all social medias. Murph, where they can find you? I'm on Twitter, although I will say I'm not on Twitter as much now as I used to be which I will say has been refreshing with not many sports going on. But when I am on Twitter, you can find me at Spokes underscore Murphy. I am on Eric Lopez Elo. And, of course, you can follow us at UCF underscore Banneret. All right, Murph, let's, uh, so let's go ahead. So, again, the, the, the article's there. Where people, I totally encourage you to read the article. But we're going to uh, play back this interview. Now, this interview took place, Murph, uh, you said it here, April 3rd, 2018. So this was a year later. 
It was during the 2018 yep. season. It was during the week. Was that? And I'm guessing. I must. I'm trying to remember. Did we interview him literally the week of that WrestleMania prior to now that year? Uh, UCF was going to go to Connecticut. They played at Connecticut, so he obviously – I don't know what he ended up doing watching Mania in 2018. I think he might have watched it from a plane or something. Who knows? But Yeah, I think he did. No, they were on a road trip in yeah. 2018, and I believe he did watch it from a plane. Okay. But so we, but, you know, we interviewed him on an off day uh, for this story, uh, talking WrestleMania I'll, I'll tell you what, about I'll 2017. Tell, I'll tell you what, Eric. I'll tell you what, Eric, and, and the listeners – they won't hear this part, but I believe we. I'm checking right now. I believe we did. We did interview him on a game day, and because you and, and you guys won't hear this, it'll be it'll be edited out. But on my transcript of the interview, on my on my recording, the first question I had to love when I got into his office wasn't about wrestling. The question was, "Is Cree Finfrock pitching tonight?" So <laughs> how dare you <laughs> ask a I'm baseball question? Sure I'm pretty sure that somehow Greg Lovelady in April, I mean, really the last full month of regular season college baseball, let us come into his office for 45 minutes on a game day to talk about wrestling. I might have been. if I, In fact, I'll tell you what it was. It was the day they hosted Stetson, uh, which yeah. was the top 25 game. UCF won 4-1. to one. Uh, UCF. Who started? It was a guy named Cree Fridfrock. He went two and zero. He beat he beat Joe Gonzalez. Bryce Tucker gets the save. Uh, Stetson got a run in the first run. UCF scored three runs in the second inning. When uh, I, you, you'll you'll get a good laugh. Bernardo hits a three run homer, Murph, for the Knights in the second inning. And then Bernardo, yeah. And then Ray Alejo with an RBI single to left field, scoring a run. UCF would go on to win four to one. And I remember. I was very relieved they won because I was very worried. We were doing this article. We we're gonna. I knew we were gonna work on it. They were gonna play Stetson UConn. I'm like, oh boy, I hope they win here. So you know, we don't want. Oh, they lost. How can you distract? But it worked out. So they won that game. <laughs> well, I'm looking at the box score here. How about Thad Ward? Two innings, two hits, two walks, but no runs, six Ks in two innings. Thad Ward now a top ten prospect in the Red Sox system. So yeah, that 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 happened before. That happened after. <laughs> We talked to Lovelady as we, as I'm sure our conversation uh, really motivated him to. I think to so. We should take credit for that. One and zero. In fact, that should be motivation for future years. Hey, coach, let's talk on the day of a game for WrestleMania because you're one and zero when we do that. Undefeated. That's right. Undefeated. Undefeated streak. Which is popular <laughs> in wrestling. All right, let's. Uh, we're gonna take a break, and when we come back, we're gonna play the interview from two years ago with Murph, me, and Greg Lovelady talking his about WrestleMania uh, and, of course, his passion for wrestling. This is the UCF Black and Gold Banneret Podcast, the UCF Rewind, Greg Lovelady's first WrestleMania here on the Banneret Podcast. And welcome back to the Black and Gold Banneret Podcast. Eric Lopez alongside Brian Murphy, UCF Rewind. We go looking back on Greg Lovelady. And his first WrestleMania, of course, Murph, you wrote about it for the Banneret back in 2018 about Lovelady's first WrestleMania in 2017. But uh, we're going to now air the interview that we had with him in 2018, which goes beyond just talking about that WrestleMania 33 that he was at, right? No, absolutely. Because, again, Greg Lovelady's life, you know, and, and sort of verve for wrestling. All right, so this is our conversation with Greg Lovelady from 2018 talking about wrestling 
uh, you know, going through all of his childhood favorites and then listing a couple of a couple of guys uh, like uh, Seth Rollins and, and Daniel Bryan uh, of the current crop that he really enjoys. Obviously, those guys uh, will be fighting uh, this weekend uh, at the Performance Center. And uh, I I had the opportunity to talk to Greg uh, about two weeks ago because uh, I wanted to sort of get his reaction regarding the cancellation of the rest of the baseball season. Obviously, you said baseball was off to an amazing start, 15-3. and three. Uh, But at the end of our interview, when we brought up a number of topics, I, I had to ask him what he thought about WrestleMania this year being played in an empty arena just off of Colonial, <laughs> East Colonial, yeah. here in Orlando. And uh, I, I thought, you know, the one, you know, I, I think he is, he is feeling the same way that you and me, Eric, and any other wrestling fan are, are feeling it's just weird, and he mentioned the word weird and surreal a number of times, and I, and I thought it, he brought up a good point uh, in my talk with him. He said, you work so hard for your WrestleMania moment, and your moment is going to be in the Performance Center, <laughs> which is so true. I mean, for some, for some of the guys on the roster of WWE, this could be the one time they have a real showcase match sure. uh, at WrestleMania, and it's going to be in a small, vacant arena – not uh, not even let's not call it arena a small vacant building and not a stadium wide arena which is usually what these things have been held and um yeah like like you said it's just surreal it really is and for people i know people some people don't like wrestling and whatever if you've been to a wrestlemania even if you're not a wrestling fan it's an amazing event to be at in person it's it's enormous right it's like a super bowl i mean it's got the glamour i mean it's amazing event and uh, you know, I, you you were you and I, as we mentioned, we were there at when with Greg at WrestleMania 33. We were all in the same building. I you know I've been to both WrestleManias that have been in Orlando. I was here at WrestleMania 24 that took place at 2008. Uh, it's a huge event and it's a big event for that city that's hosting WrestleMania. So it's unfortunate. You're right. I mean, a situation like one of the matches on this year's Mania, Drew McIntyre fighting for the universal title against Brock Lesnar. This is like his biggest match and his biggest moment of his professional career. And it's going to be in an empty arena. And that's kind of unfortunate. But, but you know, it just is what it is. So we'll see what happens with that. Now, you mentioned you talked to Greg. Now, unfortunately, you know, due to the circumstances, uh, we didn't try to reach out recently to Greg. I mean, there's a lot going on, obviously, the D1 council and things like that. But the only reason I bring that up because if, if, if we were in a normal circumstances, this weekend UCF would have been hosting Wichita State. <laughs> uh, yes. And then WrestleMania would have been at Raymond James Stadium. Uh, and I know we yeah. had talked about he wasn't sure if he was going to be able to go or not because UCF was playing on Sunday. But I know you were planning on going. And I think, Greg, I listened to him with our buddy Trace. You know, hey, who knows? He joked about maybe I would have gone if somebody hooked me up with tickets. So uh, that would have been interesting yeah, yeah. to see if he would have gone on and done that and maybe taken somebody like Ted Tom on the staff or not. I possibly I don't know I mean I know there's some guys on this on the team that probably like wrestling the, for the, the the one thing that was probably in his favor was that Sunday game is actually a noon start not a one o'clock start so he would have got an extra hour so let's say it's a maybe only a two and a half hour game you know and speeds and things along and he gets out of town by 3 30 or so and uh, maybe he gets there you know for a good portion of the show was that your uh, plan but, was that going to be your plan well, I had so I had yet to buy my ticket because I was still wrestling. This is no pun intended. Sorry, uh, I guess so. Well, there's a pun intended. Let's screw. I take it back. Um, 
I, I was didn't know whether or not I was going to go to the event, but I was definitely thinking about it. And I had people in my ear sort of telling me what I could do or how we could figure this out. So uh, I, I was still thinking about the time. I did have lots of friends from out of town, from out of state who bought tickets. We're going to be here for that. And uh, well, we're all out of luck, aren't we? But at least, you know, as I mentioned to Jeff, as I mentioned, sorry, not to Jeff, Jeff Sharon, God, uh, <laughs> my mind's everywhere. Uh, as I mentioned to the great love lady, uh, when I talked to him a couple weeks ago, WrestleMania is really one of the few sporting slash sporting entertainment events that has not been postponed. Yeah, it's venue changed and shuffled around and it's going to be very different, but at least it's kind of going on as scheduled and at least we have something to look forward to. And that's in this time, that's at least nice to have. Yeah. And, you know, we didn't reach out, so we didn't, you know, we didn't ask him for his picks, but he's very good at picks, uh, right? Because earlier this year... (laughs) Right? What was it? Was it media day or whenever you asked him or about the Royal Rumble or something to that extent, that right? Last, last year's Royal Rumble, the 2019 Royal Rumble. Yeah. Oh, that's he, right. 2019. He nailed, he nailed the yes. Seth Rollins. And then people criticized you, Murph, on social media because you had an interview with him and you didn't bring up the Royal Rumble this year. They're like, right. And so, and so people did. And so I brought it to him on Twitter. And I don't know why my voice just cracked as if I'm going through puberty again. Oh, my God. Hold on. Uh, the, the, the basketball games, I believe the Royal Rumble was that weekend uh, 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 of January. And, uh, I, and so I was, I was in Wichita for a basketball game. And uh, so he hit, me, he hit me back. He hit me back on Twitter. And I, I asked him, like, okay, who's your pick? And he said, Edge, question mark, question mark. Now, for those who don't know, Edge – was a very, very, very famous wrestler who in the late 90s and all throughout the 2000s, the aughts, uh, was one of the company's biggest stars who then had to retire in, what was it, 2010 or 2011, yep. Eric? Yep. 2011? Uh, had to yeah, it was after WrestleMania had- 27. After WrestleMania 27, yeah. he, he beat Alberto Del Rio, and then about a week later he announced he had to retire because of a neck injury. Yeah, Edge had to retire because basically he had his spine – was at a point where if he took another, you know, uh, sort of risky dive, if he could end up paralyzed. So he ends up retiring. He would come back to the company every now and then to do like spots and promos, but he never wrestled until there was rumors going into the 2020 Royal Rumble that he might come back. And so Love Lady suggests Edge, which is one thing in itself, like, oh, okay, that'd be awesome. And then and then Edge comes back, which by the way, if you just just watch it for the for the crowd reaction. It, it it's emotional because of the just the noise and the, and the response he gets is amazing. He, he comes back. He's in the match and Edge almost wins the thing. He yeah. ends up being in the final three. I think he was final in, four. Yeah, yeah, final three, final four. Which you know a lot of people play the Royal Rumble game. That's a big number if you're in the top three, top four. That's a big deal. So that's uh, yeah. him, him, Roman Reigns, and. Uh, Drew McIntyre, I believe, with the final three. And, and nobody uh, really knew officially if, if Edge was even in the match. Right. We didn't know officially if he was in the match. So so to go back to what we're, what we're saying here, Greg Lovelady predicted correctly the winner of the Royal Rumble in 2019 and then had a surprise pick in 2020, which not only returned, but almost won it as well. So, yeah, yeah. Greg Lovelady is... is you know, prescient with the with wrestling picks. Does that mean you're the edge of UCF media because you took a sabbatical like Edge did? Uh, was it? I don't know if it was nine years. Was it? How long was your break? It was, from, it was 
<laughs> it was seven years. Oh, no, it was like eight years. Yeah, yeah. You're pretty close. You're like Edge. You took out, you left, you went out of town, and now you're back. I mean. Wow, wow. I would make so many wrestling puns here, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure that no one would get them on this podcast. By the way, how funny, like, talking about WrestleMania 3, how many things have changed since then? Like, The Undertaker, I mean, it was in the main event of that match, and we thought, oh, wow, that's his last match. Uh, it, it, yeah, it, well, it, we talked about it in the interview. Yeah. We talked about like, how, how crazy that was just to see the spectacle. And then, well, what do you think? What do you think about, is he really gone? Is he really gone? And Because certainly if you were there in the building at, at WrestleMania felt that way. in 2017, it certainly seemed like he was gone. And then, well, he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, he came back with this whole John. And we talked about the John Cena thing, which was weird, and it was. He literally showed up the following year in 2018 in Mania and squashed John Cena like in a minute. It was made no, still to this day makes no sense. And, oh, by the way, Undertaker's in this card this weekend, so go figure. Right? Like, you've said it to me. You've done it very well artistically, very well. That WrestleMania has not aged well. That is – we felt very – misled uh, you know look at when we were there in the building oh that's a great show but then as time moved on a lot of stuff there like we thought that was supposed to be Goldberg's last match he's on this card too this year's the tight champ supposed to be Taker's yeah, last match I mean yeah you know those who are listening probably know that ESPN has been airing re-airing yeah. old WrestleMania not old like recent WrestleManias and I understand why they haven't picked uh WrestleMania 33 because <laughs> uh, it wasn't that great. I mean, there's some fantastic moments. I mean, when the Hardy Boys came back, it was it was absolutely euphoric. Um, but there were some pretty like like just not very compelling matches. There were a couple matches where the crowd just checked out. A couple other matches that were just not very good. Uh, that also from where I was sitting, which I was kind of on the right side of the ramp, there was a light in our faces for the entire night that they would not. <laughs> turn off oh my god it was blinding so no it wasn't a great wrestlemania but at least at least like he says being there is the is the point it's not about the, yeah. the event it's about being there in the spectacle with the crowd and it was absolutely electric and that turned out to be part of a great year in greg lovelady not only making obviously going to his first wrestlemania but as we would know murph from that point on you see baseball got better and better as the year went on and would go on to win the American Conference regular season baseball championship, a team that was picked near the bottom in the preseason poll, would go on to win. It came down to the last weekend against South Florida, and they beat them. I think they were, I think they were, picked, I think they were picked at the bottom. I think they were Might have been. And yeah, they, they win the regular season championship, the first conference championship that UCF baseball has won, I think had won since, what, 04, 03, when they were in the eight yeah. Sundays. Uh, so, going that far yeah. back. And uh, they got to the NCAA tournament for the first time since UCF made the tournament uh, since 2012. So 2017 was a pretty special year for Greg Lovelady uh, in his first year here at UCF. And, of course, not only with uh, on the field at baseball, but off the field going to WrestleMania for the first time. Absolutely. And, um, you know, uh, if you had told them uh, that WrestleMania would be here in Orlando in 2020 <laughs> and, said that he, and said that his baseball team – would have gotten off to a 15-3 and three start and swept Auburn, you would have thought, wow, 2020 is going to be an even better year. Except it's totally not. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, it is what it is. Uh, but, you know, could that be an omen for future years when WrestleMania is in Florida? That's good news for UCF baseball. Could I spin it that way? Like, maybe we Florida gets WrestleMania next year as a make good and or something? I don't know. I'm just saying. Where is, where, do we know what WrestleMania is in 2021? 
Oh, you're going to make me look as I record. Beautiful. Oh, I'll look, I'll look. Go ahead. Look at that oh, up. Po- Go ahead. This podcast. Oh, it's, a, it's, a, it's in L.A. Oh, my God. Oh, you're old, old. <laughs> well, maybe you can convince him. Maybe he could, like, schedule, like, we, we, you know, he did play uh, CSUN, Cal State Northridge, this past season. Maybe they uh, go up to Northridge on the weekend of WrestleMania. I don't know. Can I, can't, are they, do they not have a home-and-home with CSUN? Um, you're asking the wrong guy. You're, you're the, the, Greg would know better than I would. I don't know if they do or don't. Now, he mentioned in the interview, he wears a wrestling shirt on Sundays, correct? Yes, Sunday home games. Do you think he does that this weekend? Oh, he'll definitely be wearing something. I uh, this is a guy who, uh, like I said, not not just you know with the wrestling T-shirt every Sunday, uh, but he, you know something you didn't hear in the interview was uh, there was a time you know the, the interview ran much longer than you guys got to hear because after the after we stopped recording. Uh, he uh, he would basically go online and he would show us the wrestling shirts that he's already bought and then the shirts that he's looking to buy. Uh, and we that just doesn't very that doesn't really come across well on an audio medium. But uh, but no, the man the man owns lots of shirts. And uh, for WrestleMania weekend, you have to imagine he'll be wearing something. I, I would imagine it'd be probably Stone Cold shirt. Well, the question is going to be, is he, I mean, it's a two-night event, not one night. So do you wear two different wrestling shirts? Like, wear one Saturday? Like, that's what I'm debating right now. What I'm going to do, I might go Austin shirt Saturday, Taker Sunday. But the problem is, I don't know which which day is the Undertaker match. I don't know. Well, don't how, know. They, how have they not told us what matches are on which day? I'll tell you, yet? props to them, though. They've done a heck of a job keeping this, because they taped WrestleMania a week ago. Because of obviously with the shutdowns and stay home orders and things like that, nobody's been able to leak the results to this point. Yeah, true. Pretty impressive. And apparently, yeah. apparently they they recorded two different finishes for every match to, for that reason. So that way, you know, they have flexibility. It's kind of wild. By the way, Rob Gronkowski hosting uh, WrestleMania, who was at WrestleMania 33 with all of us and interfered in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal back then. Sure did. It's kind of spooky. He sure did. Spooky. How many guys are still involved that were in that show and they're in this show? But uh, all the connections. All the connections. Well, we hope you enjoyed it. It's a little lighthearted episode, uh, but we figure with WrestleMania weekend, uh, try to kind of give you entertainment. And with Greg there, and uh, obviously he'll be watching with the family, and uh, you and I will be watching it, Murph. Uh, so be try to enjoy. It. You know, who knows what to expect on that show, but it should be fun. Uh, hopefully, it'll be fun. Uh, we'll see. Distract us a little bit. <laughs> Entertain it. I mean, maybe we'll be surprised. Might be better than we think. It's going to be weird. It's going to be weird. It's definitely going to be weird. But we hope you've enjoyed this edition of the UCF Rewind. Our next episode, we're going to go back on the field. UCF War and I 4, UCF South Florida 2017, Murph. You and I were in the press box, a very packed press box for that, I might add, which we'll discuss among many of the storylines that that game had going into that game and during the game. Uh, the Knights and the Bulls look for that in our future episode of our UCF Rewind Black and Go Banneret podcast. Of course, we did one on UCF Duke basketball recently. You could check that out. And then, Murph, tell the audience where they can read your article on Greg Lovelady's WrestleMania because that's obviously uh, part of the premise of this episode. Yeah, yeah. We just put it back up there on the side to the front. You can see it on Black and Gold Banneret. It's uh, Greg Lovelady's Road to WrestleMania from 2018. And uh, you can just basically read my feature on Greg Lovelady. He's love wrestling. And you're going to have one in the future, too, because you spoke to him about a lot of different things recently, not wrestling, 
uh, that you're, right. you're working oh, on as well. I, uh, I talk, like I said, I talked to Greg about baseball and this season that was abruptly, you know, obviously cut short about that uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and I'm going to include that uh, in a larger article once I get to talk to some UCF players, which I'm currently in the process of trying to wrangle and, and, and sort of get planned. Uh, but once I, I talked to some players uh, and Love Lady, I think again as well, I'm talking to him again soon. Once all those things happen, I will have something else out about UCF baseball and sort of reacting not only to the end of the season and, and sort of the d- disappointment of, 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 you know, just having the season cut short, but also the reaction to the D1 Council, as we talked about in the previous podcast, D1 Council's uh, decision to give everyone an extra year of eligibility. Yeah, that'll be fascinating reaction there. And of course, you'll probably get his reaction on WrestleMania then. So that'll be great. All right, Brian, uh, that'll do it. For Brian Murphy, I'm Eric Lopez. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Black and Gold Banneret Podcast, UCF Rewind.